I'm Carrie. And I'm Erin. And we're, we're keeping, keeping busy. busy. Coming off of the holiday sweet overload, we had decided to make something savory this time. But what savory stuff? And that savory thing was cheese and pesto whirls from bbcgoodfood.com. Yeah, thanks bbcworld.com. Thank you, British people. Thanks for your awesome scale measurements so that I didn't have to even, I know. you know, get all of my measuring cups dirty. Yes, that was wonderful. Thank you very much, BBC. I do like when you're baking uh, bread type products that it tells you grams. Yes, I do too. I do not like, though, that I was like, what the heck is fan gas number six? <laughs> How what? hot is that? <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, I was talking about the oven. Yeah, heat oven to 200C, 180C, which, I mean, it can't be both. And then fan gas number six. So I don't know what kind of crazy stuff that is. So I was just like, um, 375? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that, that sounds, sounds right. Good to me. <laughs> so yeah, these look really good. And how did you like this recipe? I thought it was very tasty, but I did screw it up. No, really? I know, yeah, I know. We were just talking about how nice and precise it was. So I decided to to make a double batch because I wanted to bring it into work to share it. And then uh, when I went to actually make it, I didn't have, I bought all the ingredients, but then I knew I had bread flour at home. I didn't have enough bread flour. I just I don't even understand what that picture is. <laughs> what is that a picture of? Okay, so I didn't have enough bread flour, so then I decided to do 1.5 uh, batch recipe. And okay. I think I think I did some math wrong, maybe? Because it came out to be an extremely sticky dough. I didn't even add all of the water that I had measured out. And yeah. uh, just to clarify, the recipe says measure out 300 milliliters of warm water and add roughly 280 of that to the flour. So I doubled the 200, no, I 1.5'd the 280 and I didn't even add all of that and the dough was just so, it was way too wet. Yeah, it was so sticky. Um, So I did the first rise and then I tried to add more flour in at that point which i know was it's like i should have just forgot about it but anyway there was no way i could roll it out like it just was way too sticky Mm. so what i ended up doing was i scooped little balls of dough onto the cooking uh, the the baking sheet and i put the filling inside and i closed it up like a little dumpling And they were very tasty. I got a lot of compliments on it. The dough was definitely a little too a little too tough. And I'm guessing it's because I did try and add more flour in after the the kneading yeah. had already happened. So or maybe I when adding that flour in I over kneaded the dough. I'm not exactly sure. But it was still very good. It was just a little tougher than I wanted it. Yeah. How how is yours? Um Mine was also uh, kind of sticky, although I did add all of the water 
um, because <laughs> I just co- totally spaced out and I measured out the water and I was pouring it and I just poured the whole thing in it. And then I was like, oh, oh no. Well, you can't take it back at that point. Yeah, yeah, it's too so late. I, um, I didn't really hand knead it all that much. I have these two kind of dough hook screw things for my hand mixer. Um, so I used those and I thought that I was probably over kneading it because they go very fast. You know, it doesn't look like kneading at all. They just kind of like, they're almost like augers. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) So the dough is like climbing up the screws and like tearing itself apart. And I'm like, this looks like it's having a very, it's like beating my dough to death, but whatever. (laughs) Um, and I did just like a couple turns hand kneading it and, uh, I didn't really let it rise as long as I should have because I didn't (laughs) read the instructions all the way through. (laughs) And so by the time I was cooking it, it was, I don't know, let's say four o'clock and I wanted to make them for dinner. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That that, that causes problems. (laughs) And my house runs kind of cold to begin with. So, I mean, I did... um, I let them rise for an hour for the first rise. It wasn't quite doubled, but I threw some flour down. I rolled it out. I actually thought it rolled out rather nicely. I was afraid it was going to be too soft because the way it was rolling out, you know how usually yeast doughs give you a little spring back? Yeah. This was just like rolling out pie crust. It was very, (laughs) very easy, Um, which made it nice, but uh, then... I used the pesto, which I bought from the store because I was lazy. Oh, and heck yeah. instead of half dry sun dried tomatoes, I don't even know what that means. I, I just know. used, there is a brand of sun dried tomatoes. I think it's Marzano, if I remember correctly. But they also make this one that's um, like a bruschetta. It's not really like a bruschetta, but it says bruschetta. And what it really is, is kind of finely shredded up sun-dried tomatoes mixed in with oil and pine nuts and it's very good so i used the pesto and then i put down the tomatoes i did a blend of cheddar and mozzarella but not too much and then did parmesan all over it rolled it up and cut it out into the little things the second rise was where i had a problem because everyone was waiting for dinner and falling asleep Mm-hmm. So what I did was I made six for dinner and makes 12 rolls. I made six for dinner and I fed my family because um, I made other stuff too. And then I kept the other six out and rose them more. So I had one batch that was under risen and one batch that was like properly proofed. So I have okay. multiple pictures. Yes, yeah, send me. Couple. My first rise went uh, pretty well. I got the doubled in size. But the second rise just didn't do anything. And again, I think it goes back to me screwing up the flour and probably overworking it in between the rises. So Yeah. That's okay. They were still tasty. They were tasty. I also actually put um, some mild salami in mine, which Ooh. you'll see a little bit of in the pictures. I just did a like a line of salami across the dough before I rolled it up so that every roll would have just a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm almost prepared to send you pictures. <laughs> I love how my favorite part of doing these podcasts with you are is exchanging pictures, and nobody can see them until we put them up on the website. Ha, ha, ha. 
usually have them up on the website the same day that the episode is released. So if they're properly prepared and they're checking out our Facebook page, they should be able to see it. This first picture uh-huh. is going to be my underrisen buns. And you can see how the filling is kind of bubbling out of the top, but it looks kind of like <laughs> I wrapped an elastic around them. Like they're really being restricted by the stiffness of the dough. They were still tasty, but they just weren't like a fluffy roll. Mm-hmm. So you recommend the second rise? Oh, definitely, yeah. I mean, I knew the first ones weren't going to come out super great. I would love to see the inside of your dough balls. I only took one picture and it's out of focus. Oh, of the insides? Yeah. So it's not great. Uh, I do think that I should have... I needed more filling to dough ratio in some of them. The smaller ones I thought came out good. But there were some that had more dough and the equal size of filling. And uh, especially because the dough was dense, I needed more flavor per bite. Yeah. So all in all, I think they were very delicious and definitely a good break from all of the sweets and chocolates and desserts and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But next time, <laughs> back it's time to, to go back to our own blah, tricks. Blah. <laughs> we, we, I need to look up when our anniversary is. For the podcast, because we gotta. I think do our also we chances. need to come up with a good name that incorporates podcast with anniversary. It can't be like podcast anniversary because that's boring. We're gonna have to come up with something clever. Keeping it busy anniversary. <laughs> the keep anniversary and a busy. And a anniversary busy. <laughs> I don't know, now podcast diversity actually sounds good compared to these. (laughs) It looks like last year we did the anniversary episode on February. The first episode in February. Yeah, I'm looking at the dates that the episodes were loaded. Oh, that's probably because we did a couple of them that weren't airworthy. Yeah. (laughs) So So maybe... Oh! Check oh, I just out. got your picture. Ooh, that does look delicious and oozy and wonderful. That was the successful one. Yeah, that don't look so good. Light and fluffy. Yeah, doesn't it? It's like for Those real. Those air pockets are beautiful. There are air pockets. The doughy matrix was, I was pleased with Ooh. it. Oh, it's scent. The, nice. the not as good one's scent too. That I have to say though, my children probably... were pleased. Oh, good. That's a family friendly... Everybody loves it recipe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did those with some uh, something? I can't even remember what I made. I made some broccoli, I think, and something else. What else have so, you been up to other than making delicious pizza whirls? Well, the day after tomorrow, I leave for... dun dun dun, dun. Mexican vacation. Woo. So are you very excited? I'm excited and nervous about, you know, first flight with the baby. Yeah. Baby's nine months old. I think it'll be fine. I think I'm freaking out enough that I'm going to be well prepared by the time we get um, to the airport. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, and I have, I completed our matching sundresses. So yes. those are ready to go. Do you have pictures of those? Nope. Nope. <laughs> 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 that's hilarious. I, I have a picture of hers 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't take a picture of mine, and I, you know, I'm going to take a picture of us together, which I think is going to be the real cute one. That will be cute. Did you have fun on your sewing date with your mom? I did. We had a good time. We got a lot done. Mostly, you know, my mother played with the baby uh, while I was trying to sew, so, you know, she kept her busy. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Grammys are really helpful. Oh, cute. So it's it's a nice tropical reddish pinkish with flowers and little kind of uh, palm leaf things and little ruffle sleeves and oh that's it's a adorable. cute little dress yeah it's like red and pink with they almost look like hibiscus flowers and fronds very nice yeah. did you do yours in this the is it the same um, fabric all over or is it like accented with it it's the same fabric very nice. all over. Uh, but mine is a slightly different style because my body is shaped slightly differently than a chubby <laughs> little baby. So. <laughs> oh, do you have flutter sleeves? I have little cap sleeves. Oh, little cap okay. sleeves, and right. it does it does cinch at the waist like hers does. Yeah, I'm very excited. I th- think mine came out the best uh, that I've made a. a I almost said human-sized, um, <laughs> an adult-sized outfit. Like, I have a lot of failed sewing projects. Uh, and I think I'm finally starting to learn something and get better at it. That's excellent. And then I have a surprise that I made. Don't tell my husband. Yeah, I won't tell him. He probably can't hear me and he's probably not listening, but I'm getting close to the mic and I'm going to whisper anyway. I'm getting close to the mic, too. Okay, he has this horrible ugly bucket hat that he thinks it's really funny to wear (laughs) (laughs) and so i made matching bucket hats for him and the baby oh that's so cute (laughs) (laughs) i do kind of i do i am gonna need a picture of the two of them as well yeah i i'll get that as well um, and then just because I'm was so excited for this trip and super overloaded, uh, I'm actually going with, so it's me and my husband and the baby, uh, my in-laws, my brother-in-law, my mother, my sister, my sister's fiance. So both sides of the family all together for a while. And so for all of the ladies, I made a super quick and easy um, turban headband. Ooh. Penniesintopearls.com. $1 easy DIY turban headband in 10 minutes. Was it really 10 minutes? It was pretty close. Yeah. It was very easy. And uh, yeah, and actually I think it came out to $1 per headband because I made, or less, I made uh, one for each of the adult ladies and then one for the baby so we could all match. I sent you the link if you care. I don't know if you care. I'm already looking at it. Ha, ha, ha. I know how to Google stuff. What? Oh, wow. And then I got the bucket hat pattern from oliverands.com. They have a free reversible reversible bucket hat sewing pattern. And that's only in the kid size. I actually took my husband's hat and reverse engineered the pattern Does that mean you ripped it apart? No, I just held it up to pattern and then I added like... Uh, enough seam allowance seam allowance thank you yes and then i cut those out and uh, i mean it's not perfect some of the edges are a little rough but it's good enough where are you going uh puerto vallarta which is on the west coast of mexico 
Apparently, this city was made famous because Elvis wanted to record some movie there. I don't remember. I, I knew this at one point. Important things. Now, speaking of important things, what is the best food there, and are you going to get it? I don't know what the best food is, but we have a downtown food tour. Oh, walking yes! Tour booked. That's what I'm talking about. It's going to be great. I'm going to put the baby in the stroller and just shovel strange foods into her mouth, and hopefully everything goes well. That sounds fantastic. It should be wonderful. I wish you so much well and so much delicious food. Thank you. You're welcome. I am overloaded on sewing. What have you done? <laughs> a whole lot of nothing. Um, I did make a recipe called Welsh cakes, which Ooh. apparently is, I had never had them before, and assuming they came out correctly, <laughs> a Welsh cake is apparently somewhere in between like a cookie and a pancake. Huh, I'm Googling. I suppose I should have Googled because I just made them out of a recipe book that didn't have any pictures or anything. Hmm. Um, oh, they totally look like that. Yay! <laughs> that's, that's how my lush cakes look. Um, okay, they didn't rise as much as these. So some of these look kind of more biscuity than mine. They look like they mm-hmm. have a little more rise to them. But m- for the most part, they're like in between a sugar cookie and a pancake. It's very interesting. Sounds good. They have kind of like that English or British kind of biscuitiness to them. Where Mm -hmm. when you think of biscuits like McVitie's and not biscuits like, oh, I'm having these with fried chicken. Um, (laughs) So they're tasty. They have little currants in them. They're sweet. You can top them with powdered sugar or jam and eat them for breakfast and pretend that, you know, it's breakfast and not a cookie. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds good. Yes. So what flavoring did you use? Or is there like a plain? I'm um, seeing some. There really isn't any flavoring. It's got in. a lot of sugar and butter. And then it's got sounds little good. currants in it. And that's it. I mean, that's not it. it. I used a yeah. recipe out of, um, I think it was my King Arthur Flower Baking Companion cookbook or something okay. like that. But they were tasty and different. So I like them. I made something else, too. Oh, that was yucky. Never mind. I won't tell you about that. (laughs) (laughs) And I am currently working on knitting a hat for my daughter because after all of my knitting of hats to be donated, she started prodding me for a hat of her own. Aw, that's cute. So we went to the store, and she picked out some yarn and told me what she wanted, so now I'm working on that. Lovely. Not quite as prolific as you. But there it is. No, yeah, I've been working on that stuff for a while. Yeah. And I'm going to take a break now. That's that was, good. I always get overexcited and overcommit myself to stuff. Oh, And then I'm yes. exhausted afterwards. Um, my husband likes oh. to call it scope creep. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds that's right. right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's like I'll start a project. And then I'm like, oh, but then I could do this. Oh, but then I could do this. And did you know that I could do this too? And he's like, well, can you do all that? Or is that like something that you would need an extra month to do? Like, think about that for a minute. (laughs) Yeah. uh... That's what happened. I was excited to just make the matching dresses. And then, you know, I sent the picture to my sister and she's like, where's mine? I want to match too. I'm like, well, I could make this super easy, simple little headband thing. And then... 
my sister was asking me for Christmas present ideas for my husband. And I said, oh, get matching bucket hats. And then she couldn't find any. And I was like, I can make that. And all of a sudden, <laughs> I'm rushing to get it done before the vacation. And yeah. Yeah, that's what happens. But now we take a break. Now we take a break. And we make something delicious and maybe a little sweet. Ooh, let's do it. Because, and I think I've mentioned this before, I have been on kind of, especially during Christmas break, a Great British Baking Show tirade. Can mm-hmm. I say tirade if I'm not yelling at people? I've been going and watching Maybe a lot you're... of the episodes. That's what I'm talking about. Do you yell at the screen? <laughs> so, That's a beautiful crumb! Interestingly enough, sometimes I do. <laughs> I'm like, no, don't drop your cake! <laughs> and then they do drop their cakes, and I'm like, oh! I'm so sorry. They take a a biscuit out of the oven and accidentally break it in half. And I'm like, no, the tragedy. (laughs) (laughs) It's really an emotional roller coaster of a show. Uh So I've been trying to branch out, at least in my mind, I've been branching out. I haven't really done a whole heck of a lot, (laughs) but I feel like it's coming. And so I'd like to do something a little challenging and something that I haven't done really before, which is okay. make a shoe pastry. I focused for so long on just making cookies because I love cookies. But cookies mm-hmm. are very, very simple. And even if you get them wrong, they usually still taste like cookies, which I mean, who doesn't love cookies? So it's time to do something a little riskier. <gasps> shoe pastry. Specifically, I'd like to do... And this is probably not even the way you say it. A profiterole. I think that's how you say it. That's how the British people say it, right? It could not be a profiterole. I don't know. Is it? I don't, I haven't heard them say that. Hmm. My my husband did make fun of me last night because uh, it, was, it was, yeah, last night when I did the pizza whirls. And I was like, don't tell me how bad these are because I wasn't able to do the final proof long enough. And he's like, why are you talking like a British person just because you're watching that show so much? And I'm like, no, <laughs> proof is really the word for it. That's actually yeah. the word for it. That's even like the United States word for it. Yeah. He's like, oh, no. That's what he sounds like, by the way, just in case anyone was running at home. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what he sounds like. I can attest to that. <laughs> so anyway, do you think we should pick a specific shoe recipe or are we on our own? Is this like a profiterole challenge? Can I say that I've heard shoe pastry a long time, and I've always pictured the word spelled like shoes on your feet. (laughs) And you're like, that doesn't sound nice. I'm like, well, I've never had to write it down, and I've never read it. So today was the first time I saw it written down, and I did not for one second think that that was shoe pastry. I mean, to be fair, the only people who beat French people at spelling versus pronunciation are like the Celts. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's so many consonants in that word and none of them sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you think Mary Berry has a profiterole recipe? Um, who's Mary Berry? What? Have I She's asked you the... this before? Mary Berry is one of the judges in the Great British Breakoff. Oh. She is on season one. I don't know about the other seasons. I didn't know that was her name. They always talk about Hollywood so much. No, she wasn't in the... I don't think she was in the one that I was watching. 
Okay. I know there's been a lot of seasons. There have been many seasons of British Bake Off, and I've only seen one season. And she was a judge on that one. Okay. So, profiteroles are little, little cream puffs, basically. And you can fill them with, I'm just on initial Google search. I see a coffee cream. I see a... Uh, delicate orange cream and chocolate drizzled on top. Um, would you? So, do you want to do the same kind of flavoring? Let's leave it up in the air and make it exciting. Ooh, okay. Oh, Prue. I was watching the one with Prue and Paul. Oh, okay. So Mary Berry isn't in that one. Hmm. Mary Berry. She's a little old lady. She's very prim and proper, and she looks very prim and proper, except in the pictures that I see of her where she's um screaming like she's going to turn herself what? inside out. <laughs> oh my goodness, she never raised her voice in the show. Well, there are internet pictures of her screaming like that. But Ugh. that could be something totally different. Maybe someone stepped on her foot. Oh no. That would That's not be just nice. Unforgivable. So, do you want to pick a specific recipe or you just want to go with it? Just be like a um, federal challenge 2019. I think we should Let's profiterole challenge, and nice. I think it would be really cool if we could meet up and share. That would be delicious. Ooh. I love sharing. Yeah, and then it, that would make the most of each of us picking a different flavor. That, yes, exactly. And mm-hmm. I don't think pastry. I don't think profiteroles last very long. So it would be terrible, terrible, terrible if we were to each make some and then have them go bad. Yes, so maybe you should wait until after I get back from my vacation. Oh, yes. Although, I could do, say, like, a test batch. (gasps) And eat them all. Because they are, I mean, when you look at it, mostly air. (laughs) Yeah, it's mostly air. (laughs) It's mostly air. So let's be honest, they're not really going to go bad, are they? No, no, that'll be fine. All right. Profiteroles. Yay, profiteroles. You know what? I would also like if the Great British Baking Show would share their recipes. Oh, yeah. That'd be nice. You know, because, like, sometimes one of the chefs that's on there, they're like, oh, my gosh, how did you do this one thing that you did that's so incredibly amazing? They're like, I don't know. Just mix some stuff together. Who cares? And I'm like, no, seriously, I actually want to know what you did in there. Give me a recipe. Oh, yeah. If they were like an American show, then they would be profiting from this more and they would have um, cookbooks, cookbooks and everything. Yeah. Or like, oh, you could have like a subscription service and every week you could get the recipes from the week Ooh. before. <sighs> that That's lovely. Awesome. Okay. So if you have any great flavor combination ideas for profiteroles, you can send them to keepingbusypodcast at gmail.com. And check out the picture of our savory uh, pesto whirls or dumplings on our Facebook page. (laughs) Just search for Keeping Busy Podcast. And uh, as always, it really helps us out. If you could review us on iTunes, uh, it helps us go through the rise in the rankings. and So that more people can be brought the joy, the amazingness of listening to our Uh voices. Don't you want that? I bet you do. Until next time, we'll be keeping busy. Yeah.